Welcome. Hi, I'm Katie Morrell. I'm a creative and writer based in Bend, Oregon. And I'm Karen Hawkins. I am the founder of Rebellious Magazine for Women and co-publisher and co-editor-in-chief of the Chicago Reader. You are listening to Of Course I'm Not Okay, the podcast. Join us as we talk about mental health, coping with quarantine, and creativity. For some of our episodes, we'll talk with writers, creatives, and activists to get their take. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Hi, Karen. It's wonderful to see you on this beautiful Friday. Katie, it is always wonderful to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday and happy Monday, listeners. If you're listening to this when this comes out, we are thankful for each and every one of you. It has been kind of a interesting week, I think, for both of us. And I'm just glad, like TGIF, I'm just glad that it's almost the weekend. So many things to say on that, but yes, I'm so glad it's almost the weekend. I know I've said this before. I would like to know who who was the manager I need to speak to about this whole like, no, we should work for five days in a row, but just have two off. Seriously. No. It's, it's, I'm ready to mutiny with this. Like, I am ready to just be like, this is not okay. I, I really feel like my body is, doesn't want it anymore either. Not that it ever really did, but it's like Friday morning. It's like, oh, I wouldn't mind just going out and doing other things and just kind of anything but work really. That would be nice. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so, all right, which, what of your week, you know, listeners, as many of you know, we, we have discussions before we don't plan. I don't want to use the word plan because that's too strong a word for what we do before we hit record. But <laughs> what of our conversation are we, are we willing to bring To up? divulge? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I would love to start with something we talked about last week, which was the pie chart of our daily emotions. Okay, so we just offhandedly mentioned this last week and we were like, oh, let's do it every day next week. We ended up doing it every day, Karen. I'm proud of us. Congratulations to us. I'm so proud of us and hats off to you because you were the one who I, what I have remembered had you not sent me the photo of your pie chart Monday morning, mm, hard to say. Oh my gosh. We, we owned it though. I feel, okay. So listeners, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, basically what we were talking about was like the energy, energetic, uh, like what takes up energy in our lives? What takes up brain space in our lives? And we were talking about how we, both of us are plagued with a million tabs open on our computer at all times and things that we will just get to someday. But the point of that being that conversation being that, okay, even though they're open on our desktop and we're not getting to them, they're still taking up space in our life. So the idea for the pie chart was just for us to text each other, a like actual picture, like written in pen, pencil, Sharpie in your case, which I loved. And like, and then basically just said like, what you're thinking about or what you're feeling. And it was really interesting. I actually, one thing I really liked about it, Karen, I love texting with you, but I also really felt, felt like we conveyed a lot with just a picture of a pie chart, like with no words, there was no context. It was just like, here, here's a picture. Yes, exactly. I also, yes, that's the part I also enjoyed about it. Like, oh, boom, it's pie chart o'clock. Let's do this. <laughs> we did really convey a lot. And I feel like you know, we were talking about like the weird therapeutic nature of this whole exercise 
of like drawing the pie chart and really thinking about like, okay, what am I feeling in this moment? What is taking up space? Like if I was going to parcel it out into slices, what would those slices look like? Yeah, I I will tell you. Um, so Monday, I realized after I sent you mine, Monday, I added a slice in um, taking up part of the rosé and Cheetos slice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In that slice, I wrote email is from the devil. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I just love that there were no disclaimers. It was just like, you know, email is from the devil, rosé and Cheetos. I think I wrote that I was tired or like almost every day. Um, I think you wrote something about the call map and how you love Tamara, which was really wonderful. I wrote on a moment where I was feeling good, like, should I work out today? Another moment I wasn't feeling good. A large portion of the pie chart was I should not have eaten cheese for lunch. That was. Yes. Oh God. I that remember was a, that one. That was a bummer. So yeah, that took up a big chunk of my energetic life at that moment. But one thing I noticed was that I started to feel compelled to send you multiple pie charts per day because my energetic sphere was changing minute by minute. I can't even say how real that is. It's so funny. I was telling, I was telling two of the church ladies, like I was describing this exercise to them and I was like, spoiler alert, Katie and I are probably talking about this. And they're like, this is genius. Do you do it at the end of the day to describe the day or the beginning of the day to chart it out? And I was like, oh no, Katie is sending me multiple over the course of the day. (laughs) It's it's very in the moment. Like this is like the the second that I take the snapshot is literally a snapshot of my brain and it probably expires three minutes later. I mean, three minutes, I'm thinking for me, it's 90 seconds. Like I I feel like- Totally, three minutes is way too long. You're totally right. I- I don't know if you do this. I start, I've started doing this weird thing that might be troubling that I ask myself over the course of the day, how I'm doing. Yeah. And it will change. Like I'll ask myself at the beginning of lunch and like mid bite, it's like, Oh, I feel like shit now. Like, you know I mean? it's totally, just... totally like the beginning of making lunch. I'm like, I feel so amazing. And this is so great. And then like, you're right. Like a few bites in, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Oh shit. My <laughs> That was an actual conversation I had with Tyler earlier this week. And he's like, everything's okay. And I was like, it's not. And and then I was like, I'm going to cry about it. Yeah. You know what? I think that made it into one of the pie charts, but it's, I mean, listeners, if you're like, I want to try a pie chart, but I'm not really sure what to do. It's really, there are no rules. You can just make it up, whatever you're thinking about. I think that one thing that helped me is it actually, it was almost like journaling, but quicker like this. Yeah. This was, I mean, this exercise truly took me like 30 seconds to run, not even like, I mean, it's, it's just, it's so visceral. It's like, whatever's in your mind. And then you realize like, wow, that's actually taking up a bunch more of my mind or my energy than I thought. Like it kind of makes you have a bird's eye view of like what's going on in the inside. I'm sure there's some design thinking something involved in this. I'm sure we could become consultants and charge people a gazillion dollars to like, art for our pie chart journaling business, but yes, yeah, it is, it is very easy. And I feel like the less you right, the less you think about it, the more you just kind of like, let it come out of your body, the better it is. And I also like that you can't, I mean, I wrote a lot in some of these, but like, I'm just looking at my first zoom free afternoon in weeks. That's a lot. Usually this little slices don't have very much text in them. It's great. 
Yeah, totally. And sometimes they have like three paragraphs, which is something that happened to me a few days back. And it's, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, it's, it's interesting to even edit what you want to say, because I think that like, that was an exercise that I didn't get very good at. I think I need to just continue to try this, but like the less words, the more, um, the more clarity I have, it's like, oh, that's something you know what? I actually think this could totally be a consulting business. I am copywriting it on this podcast right now. Don't steal it, anybody. Like we are going to make millions and probably do a sponsorship slot for, is des- I think design thinking, is that a thing? I think that's yeah, a thing. Okay, it's a fine. Thing already. Pie chart thinking. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is still in beta. We have to think about this. Oh my God, Katie's pies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. Karen and Katie's pie charts.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 get back to you guys. Yeah, we'll get yeah, back yeah. to everybody and uh, workshopping. Yeah, we're workshopping here. Um, but yes, that was a huge highlight of my week. I really appreciated that we did that, and I'm so willing to continue doing this with you. I, I mean, maybe on a daily basis, maybe whenever we want. Like, I think what I like is it's not. I mean, it's just, it, it, I just opened my text message and like, boom, there's one of your pie charts and it's not like, oh, Hey, I'm kind of feeling this way. It's like, no, no, no. Just look at the picture. Like that's it. So that's one topic. Another topic, total, no segue whatsoever, yeah. but <laughs> something that we were talking about earlier. So I got a text message this morning from a friend who she might be listening to the pod. Um, I love you very much if you are, and I'm not going to name you because maybe other people at your company listen as well. And I don't want to out you, but, um, this person was telling me that she has not taken a vacation. I think, well, she hasn't taken any days off at all in 2021 and she's going to take her birthday off, which is later in June. And her birthday is a Monday. And I was like, oh, that's so great. Like, how, you know, that's wonderful. What are you going to do for your birthday? And we were just chit-chatting over text. And then I was like, hey, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm actually really burned out. I'm starting to forget things at work that are really, really small. And I think that's a sign of burnout. And I'm thinking about taking more time off in June, but I feel really weird about it. And I'm also wondering why do I feel weird about taking vacation? And I feel like this touches on stuff that might be resonant for a lot of other listeners. I think it's resonant for you and I, Karen, because the topic of vacations right now within COVID in general is the weirdest thing. Like I am someone who really, really values and prioritizes time off. And I would say that in the past year and a half, well, I actually have not taken any time off in the past year and a half, except to move to Bend. And then I think I took, that's not true. In June of last year, I think I took one day off, I think. I mean, this is the, it's like a total sea change of my life. Like, I don't know what it is by working from home permanently or not being able to go anywhere. I don't know. I just, I want, what do you think about vacations? I feel like this is a hard topic in some respects for some reason. It really is. I mean, there's the whole like, people didn't take their days because why would I take my days off? I can't go anywhere. Right. I'm already in my house all the time. A staycation is like, this is kind of like a, it's a forced staycation. Like, why would I use my time? But then if you work for a company where you can't roll over your time, it just gets weird. And I mean, I feel like that weirdness is layered on top of the American obsession with not taking time off. Totally. And I mean, I, it's taken me a long time to even know how to take days off. Really? What do you mean? 
like we didn't take family vacations when I was a kid. Yeah. We drove to see my grandparents in Alabama, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would get dropped off for the summer and then picked back up, but we didn't like drive out to the Grand Canyon or some weird shit people. I don't know. Like, right. Like we didn't take family vacations. And so I never watched my mother take vacations really. Mm. So when I, I like got, when I stopped freelancing, became like a relative adult, let's be real, a relative adult and got (laughs) days off, I just would kind of freeze. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what to do with. It just was such a barrier that I just didn't use my time. And I, when I left the AP, this was almost 10 years ago now, I had days, like, I I had so much time banked because we had a really good union. I had so much time banked, like almost every year I worked, I had rolled over some days because I oh, just wow. didn't. Yeah, I just couldn't, I just couldn't figure out how to do it. I've since gotten better at it, but it's weird. Okay, this is touching on so many things. I love hearing your experience because I, so when I was a kid, I, I mean, we didn't really go on vacations either. I mean, I guess in the summer we would go. So my grandparents in the fifties bought a cottage in Northern Michigan that we still have in our family and they would just spend all summer up there. But it was like, it was during our summer vacation. So like, it was kind of like, that's what, and I'm not discounting it in any way. It's still my happiest place on earth, but like, that's where we would go. That's it. Like that's, that's our only thing. So like, we didn't really go, I guess there were a few times that we went to a few places but like never like a spring break trip like I would hear of people in school that were like oh I'm going to wherever for spring break and what like that was never part of my experience but that's really interesting how you've made the connection between your childhood experience and then translating that to your adult life and having like PTO and then being like well wait what the hell do I do with this because there's no modeling of it no well and I don't, I mean, I feel like when I was in high school and college in the nineties, the place everybody went was Padre. I oh, yeah, we're in a Padre. South Padre Island, Texas. Oh my God. I just, <laughs> yeah, I hear that now. And I just like, you can't see me listeners. I'm like twitching, but yes, <laughs> wasn't Lauderdale, it was Padre, but yeah. I, yes. Even spring break. I mean, I, I worked, I, in college, I had at any given time, three jobs. Oh yeah. So I just worked all the time right like totally I didn't go anywhere it's, yeah it's just something you gotta it's a muscle that you gotta learn how to flex as you yeah. get older and I feel like this pandemic has made it harder it's like regression really like it feels so weird because in addition to like what you said about how there's this American ideal of like just not ever taking time off and just just work 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 but that's been reinforced because of the pandemic. And it's like the people who never take time off and are super proud about it are kind of like, it's not even like a pressure thing. It's just like, you're just, I don't know. It just feels like I'm sinking into that kind of mentality. And that's so not my personality. Like I, I mean, I, when I started freelancing in 2009, I basically didn't I didn't take intentional time off unless it was like spending time with family for several years. And then I crashed, crash, crashed. And I was like, oh, that'll never happen again. And then I got really good about taking time off. And so it's just weird to like, like, why is this hard? Like, why is this hard? Like, this is weird. The PTO still exists in companies. I can totally take time off, but like, 
why is this a hard thing? And other people who are listening are like, what the hell is wrong with you, Katie? It's not hard, but I think it's hard. Look, I'm having a hard time. I'm definitely having a hard time. I think the other part of it is still not feeling super safe. It doesn't, you know, it's like, it's one thing to not take your time off when the world is thriving around you. But I think for sake, stop me if I've said this on the podcast already, you know, I was looking at places. So say my partner's birthday was in April. I was looking at places to go for just a weekend away. And I'm scrolling through Airbnb looking. And the only thing I can think is, oh, sleeps five. That's a lot of soft surfaces. Ooh, right. <laughs> it's like I skipped myself out. Yeah. So that's so real. That's yeah. so real. I, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what is safe? What is, you know, I mean, yeah. Air, Airbnb surfaces, like, you know, <laughs> beds. Do you want to be? Yeah. Oh, well. And, you know, I, back when I was doing content marketing, one of my clients was hotel laundry. Was that was literally a company in Florida? Wow! It, I actually love those people, and I got to go to their plants in Florida. It was a whole thing, but that's so fun. The downside of that job was talking to these people who work in hospitality about like, oh, never touch that. Don't ever do that. Don't ever use that in a hotel room. Right? Oh, so, I'm not even going to say what they told me. Oh, but God. like, so I understand that the whole industry has had to change its ways, but. I'm also still there. I I also, I will never unhear the things that they said about oh, no. hotel rooms. Oh no. I, oh, mm, yeah. Your imagination can go crazy with that one. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, it reminds me of a special that, do you remember those 2020 specials with Barbara Walters where oh, yes. the, like the black light or blue light or whatever the heck that was. I mean, they would go around the hotel rooms and there would be like stains on the ceiling it's like how the hell like what even happened and then like I, I but I remember one of them was they went through um what was it a airplane cabin and oh. like and basically they kind of turned off the black light and the the travel expert or whoever was being interviewed was like you know you don't really want to see what's underneath that black light I'll just tell you right now don't ever touch those pockets behind the um, seats because people put, I might've talked about this on the podcast before, but they put like no. diapers in there. Ah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just one, one, one thing. That's just the grossest thing I can think of. But like, I, that's one thing they did mention. And it's like, they don't clean it. Like it'd be in between flights. Like um, maybe they do now with COVID, who knows? There might be a flight attendant listening being like, no, this is totally what we do now. But like, I hope they do that. But I now in particular do not I love airline magazines too. I used to write for airline magazines and now I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> the tray table, don't ever put that down. Don't ever go into the bathroom. I know. I this know. is why, so this is also why travel becomes weird because now we have this whole, like, I'm not a germaphobe. I don't really, I'm good. But now I'm like, ugh. Yes. But if, even if we drive somewhere, how, where are we going to go to the bathroom? And then I think totally. let's just rent an RV. Like, ugh, do, do they clean their rental RVs? Like, my mind is just run wild. 
Oh, 100%. I had I went down an RV rabbit hole like six yes. months ago. I was like, how can I rent an RV? How easy is it? It was, I mean, what ended up happening was I realized how many other people have gone down RV rabbit holes because in the age of COVID, like you want to be able to control your experience and control your space. But yeah, how are they, how are they cleaning them? I mean, yeah, it's really interesting because it's like travel for me has meant like it's travel equals relaxation for me. Like that's like getting away, like having my mind somewhere else. Like that's so like, you know, rejuvenating and like nourishing for me. And now it's like, okay, well, if it's not safe and I'm afraid of all bathrooms and afraid of like, you know, airplane pockets or whatever the hell, then like, what is going to give me that relaxation? I think that's the big thing. And there hasn't been a replacement. Ooh, that is such a good point. I mean, I think it's also why all of the national parks are full and all of the campsites are full and all of the like, let's just get a tent and put it down in the middle of a field are full. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I know. It's Ooh. interesting. It, it just makes you kind of think more about self-care and like get inventive about it because I don't believe that there's no other option. Like there has to be other options. Like I just haven't figured them out yet. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying that I'm on a struggle bus right now, but I kind of, I wouldn't mind having a vacation right now. Like my mom and my sister are coming out at the end of May and I'm, I'm taking the entire week off. I'm so excited. And I'm taking the entire week off, 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 like no email, nothing. And I can't wait. And I'm also like, oh God, what am I going to be doing with myself? Like we, I think we might go away for a few of those nights and I'm like, well, where are we going to go? Are the bathrooms going to be nice? I don't know. Like, is this like, should we only go to like nice places, fancy places? Because are those the places that are going to be most sanitary? Like, I don't know. I mean, these are all questions that I never, I mean, it's not like I was going to the crappiest places ever, but I don't think I thought these thoughts before COVID. I definitely didn't think these thoughts. And I mean, I, I was a management consultant for three years of my life. I'll never get back. I traveled 80% of the time. Oh, wow. For of that three years, probably almost two. I mean, I would leave home Monday morning, fly to my client and come home Thursday night for months on end. Wow. So, I mean, my Marriott, I, I just, I might even still have some Marriott points left from That's that. I mean, I amazing. just, I hit like the top level of, of Marriott points, like with by May of that first year. So yeah. I never, I've never thought twice about it. I've always loved hotels being a consultant, but now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, maybe some people are like, who cares? It's everything's fine. You're vaccinated, whatever. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm still kind of nervous. I mean, maybe I won't feel this way in six months. I'm hoping it, it dissipates with the last of the frost in Chicago. I mean, it's, there's not frost, but it just still feels cold. And totally. I, I feel like the people I do know who are traveling are traveling to go see friends or family. So maybe yeah. that's what it turns into. I feel like as, as we get older, we go to the bars less, we go to each other's houses more. And maybe that will just be this, like we won't go to destinations as much as initially, but we'll go see each other. Yeah, that's totally possible. I know I have a, I have a client who definitely does not listen to this podcast and he is, he has in the past month gone to Cabo, Maui, and then he's going back to Cabo. And I'm like, wow, like this is, I guess good for you. But like, I I just, I'm not there. I'm not there. I, 
I'm not going to say hate follow, but if I was going to say hate follow, I would say hate follow someone <laughs> on Instagram. If I was the kind of person who would say hate follow, I would write, say it right now. On Instagram, it's a business owner in Chicago who is riding out, who is sailing out the pandemic, basically. Like she and her husband are like on a sailboat. Oh, like literally sailing. Like they're on a boat. They're on a boat. And I, I think they must be docked somewhere. But I mean, you can imagine what her Instagram feed looks like. Wow. And it's just like, I just, it's a little, it's a little more than a little tone deaf to me, but I just, I don't understand. I, I feel like we all have had different pandemic experiences and, and that is one I will never understand. Totally. And also I'm totally going to follow her later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you her up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I vacations, like, I just wonder like, how are other people feeling about this? Like, have some people just taken a bunch of vacations? Have they just said, fuck it? Or are, is no one taking vacation? I don't know. And then I think, okay, well maybe with the vaccine, everyone's going to start going crazy and like just booking everything. And who knows? I, it's hard to even project anything. It's, it's almost impossible. I will, I will check in with Caroline. Hi, Caroline, if you're listening, who went to New Orleans a couple weeks ago to see friends, but also I think just to go, I will, I will check with her to see how that was. And, yeah, and report back. I wonder. Yes. Topic number three today, reopening and how we feel about it. It sounds like Chicago is just floodgates. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I, I read, I will admit, I work for a biweekly, y'all. I don't read the news every day anymore. But apparently the mayor of Chicago and the governor of the state of Illinois are just like, we're going to be fully open by July 4th. And I think I saw something today. Like, did we say July 4th? We meant now people let's do this. Like, I, oh, I think what? that really, really? or I, I think part of the state is going into phase five reopening. I don't know, but the mayor definitely said the goal is to fully reopen by July 4th. And I was telling you, I was scrolling again, scrolling Instagram and all of the music venues in Chicago were like, can't wait to welcome y'all back. Come see this show. Uh And I'm both like so happy, like crying relieved and also super fucking freaked out. Totally, totally. Like, you know that you're going to walk around even like your neighborhood. Now that you're not in downtown anymore, like you're going to walk around your neighborhood and there are just going to be people when it hits 60 degrees for like seven days straight in Chicago, it's going to be floodgates, like oh my God. humans, dogs, like lawn chairs on the street. I mean, I actually really love Chicago in the summer. So I like totally welcome all of those things, but it's got to be weird in pandemic times to see that many humans. It's definitely weird. And like, you know, it's spring in Chicago, which is really second winter. And then we have third winter and you have like these slices, these slivers of spring in there. Yes. And so we had like one beautiful, like 80 degree night. And then the temperature plummeted and we all like scattered like ah, into our homes. Um, but my coworker, came, oh, it was Brianna. Of course oh, it was Brianna. Brianna. Of course I went drinking on a Tuesday night with Brianna. And she's like, what are you doing tonight? let's go grab a drink on a patio. And we agreed to meet. And as I was walking there, I was thinking like, 
everyone in this neighborhood had that same idea. And sure enough, we got to the patio. Really social distancing? Really? Are you Mm -hmm. sure? I mean, packed with people. Yeah. And there was a musician playing. I mean, it was great, but like we walked around the whole thing and we're like, yeah, okay. I guess we're done here. And we ended up on my back porch, but yeah, it's, it's, we're so fatigued from being inside that I feel like all people also are throwing caution out the window about, I mean, I know it's outside, it's a patio, but it still just felt very like, Ooh, I know. I I do feel uncomfortable. And like, even though the CDC came out, I think it was what this week or last week saying you can, if you're fully vaccinated, like two weeks out vaccinated, you can be without a mask in small groups outside or when you're hiking or walking or whatever. And I'm like, can you, Oh God, like, I'm just, I'm not used to that. Like there's so many con it's like the constant pivoting of behavior change. Like it's like, Oh, this is okay. This is okay. This is okay. And in bend, it's so different than it is in Chicago. Just, okay. So our Kate Brown, our governor, I really appreciate it. A lot of people in, in Oregon do not. Um, but I really appreciate that she's pretty conservative when it comes to COVID. And so she, because our County spiked like a week ago or two weeks ago, she was like, Hey, no more indoor dining for seven days. And I was like, that's interesting. And so yesterday was the last day of no indoor dining. And so it's still kind of, I love your term third winter because it's kind of like that here. Like there's like a 70 degree day and I'm like, this is, I'm done. I can buy shorts. I never had shorts until moving here because it's been a long time since I lived in Chicago and San Francisco. You don't wear shorts because there's just never a day to wear shorts. But anyway, the point is tangent about shorts. But the point is, is that like I was outside and then yesterday we had to, we went outside, we went out to dinner with some friends and we sat outside, which I was very happy with. And we weren't even allowed to sit inside. It was seriously like 42 degrees. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I was wearing this like cute jumpsuit with sleeveless. And I'm like, I feel amazing. And then Tyler's like, do you want my puffy Patagonia jacket? And I was like, no. And then two minutes later, yes. And so it's like, you know, <laughs> it's one of those, like, I don't know. It's just weird though, because now I guess things are going to start opening up in Bend, but who knows? It could, it's like the back and forth that I feel like so many places are going through. I mean, I know California, I had heard that they're going to be fully, fully open, like no holds barred. I think it's June 15th or something like that. And, you know, I know that California right now we're recording this in early May is like the lowest in the country in terms of rates. And it's like, I hope that that stays and maybe that's amazing and I'm happy for those businesses, but also like the constant behavior change is like whiplash. Like it just feels like, what am I okay with? I'm not sure. Am I okay with this one day and this okay one day or should I just fuck it and just be like, whatever, I'm vaccinated. Who cares? I don't know. I am struggling with the same thing. Thank you for putting it exactly that way. I also am struggling with, yes, I'm fully vaccinated, fine. Do I know people who have gotten COVID after being vaccinated? Yes. And there also is this this disconnect between things are reopening, our rates are low, everything's fine. And oh, by the way, 400,000 people a day in India are getting COVID. Oh my God. So I, it it feels that, that fact feels to me like the beginning of this when we're all like, eh, China, you and your- You, you and your respiratory illnesses. So mm-hmm. go on, right? Like, right, totally. We're, we're gonna like that. That has nothing to do with us, right? Like eighth page of the newspaper. Like, oh, oh there's God. this thing that you might that might be an issue for the rest of 
the Wuhan province and you're like okay I'm really sucks for them not to be like insensitive but like I never yeah no no I I never right it it did sound very flip but I I mean I I I definitely am feeling that same experience now of like oh because it's not happening to us it's not happening yeah that's true actually and watching what's happening in India is so horrifically heartbreaking and if that's still happening like we're still on the same planet you know like this is like right but then it's also like the fatigue like the you know I get that too like this is a lot of things at once and it's like which lane are you going to go to in like the lane that I'm in today is that the lane that it's just going to be like okay I'm doing my best I'm going to live my life and fuck it all or is it the lane of like I'm going to stay really conservative or it's just hard to know it's like it just changes for me at least every day I think it's changing for everybody and everybody has to do their own math and their own right like rationalizations I feel like I definitely look back on some of the decisions I've made this whole time and been like, that is, was that smart? <laughs> like, mm, is, did I do something that is a thing that people did and got COVID? Absolutely. So, right. Like I look back and I'm like, ah, yeah, that, no, I rolled the dice on that one. So I, I yeah, I just, it's such a, it, again, it's such a personal thing. Like we were talking about with the, are you vaccinated question? I, yeah. I feel like we're all navigating this and I just, I'm saying this as much to myself as everybody else to just be kind to yourself and to not judge your own choices and to judge other people's choices. I feel like that, I know we talked about the peer pressure thing. I just hope we don't get back to this place where it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Just come hang out. Like, right. No, that's such a good point. And just like maintaining respect, no matter what the situation, like, everyone has their own personal journey with this and also to not be too hard on ourselves and to be gentle with ourselves and gentle with others and ask permission. Like I remember you saying a couple, I guess it might've been months now, but you were mentioning like, you know, you saw a friend and they were like, are you okay with hugs? And like, that might not seem like a relevant question right now. It's still relevant to me. Like, yes, I would like that to be a question that stays in the vernacular of my conversations i don't know listeners i would love to know how you all feel about this because this is just yeah it's just like still navigating like i feel like it's i mean the fact that we're still on zoom karen and not like you know doing our podcast on stage in front of a crowd which will happen someday means that we're still in a pandemic we're still in a panorama and we are what else is the, that's the other one I heard recently? Oh, personal pan pizza. <laughs> Wait, and then my friend Emily goes, it's deep. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a deep personal pan pizza. <laughs> it's a Chicago style personal pan pizza. Oh, what are some of those restaurants that are so great? They're, no, I'm thinking of like, uh, no, Giordano's? No. Giordano's is a chain here. Yes. yes. Um, Oh my God, I can't. Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's, yes. Mm. There's one that starts with a P and I can't remember the name of it. Zano's, no. Paisano, no. No, I'm thinking. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we lost all of our listeners except for those in Chicago. Sorry, people. (laughs) Oh, well. Delicious. 
Yes, so delicious. But anywho, it's interesting food for thought. Listeners, if you do try a pie chart, let us know. And ooh, text us or tweet us your own pie charts because then we'll put it on Instagram and we don't have to identify you unless you're comfortable with that. But yeah, we'll keep reporting back on this very wonderful wellness practice. Yes, have a great week. <laughs>